Welcome to My Beautiful Stories, our conversations about finding the magic in the mundane. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the third season. Today the story comes from Anne Davis, who you might know from her beautiful Instagram account. My story. What things have changed since the pandemic? For 43 years there were flowers, cards, a dinner out, gifts and after retirement a trip to celebrate our wedding anniversary. This year a walk in the park, a dinner cooked at home, homemade cards and after dinner yakti game were the perfect way to celebrate our wedding anniversary. Being over 65, we are still staying at home to stay safe. It has been 90 days since we have had haircuts. Maybe it's time to learn a new skill. The clippers and scissors just came in the mail today. My husband and I have been watching videos. Going to the market, I love to go grocery shopping. That is a big loss for me. I would walk to the market, pick up a few items for dinner, flowers, and walk home. Now we have to worry about a virus. Only go every other week. I have only had flowers two times in three months. Thank you for this beautiful story. Looks like we are lucky that I was cutting children's hair even before the lockdown started. And now I just had to add your hair to the mix. (laughs) What I was most touched by in this story was particularly Anne's lack of flowers, because I know how much flowers mean to her, what the significance they have. And in fact, Anne's story to me is exactly about that. It's about those irreplaceable, mundane joys. In this new situation, we try to create a new normal, but that's exactly what this is. It's a new normal. We don't manage to replace what we have left behind. There is a reality which we leave behind. There are hobbies that we might not be able to do, good or bad. There are things that we do not go back to that easily. And are you suggesting this is good, bad, or just the nature of things and we should accept it? I'm suggesting it's a reality and therefore we should acknowledge it. And this is why I believe that storytelling, narrating our lives is so important. Leaving something behind, in this case, is an action which involves grieving of some sort. And as humans, it's easy for us to move on and not look behind. But in this case, it's particularly important to look behind and to acknowledge that we are potentially grieving after something that we have lost, that we have lost something. And you mean grieving as in any other grieving, although this is not a grieving for anyone, just grieving for the life we had. I mean grieving as in acknowledging a loss and it is something that I have seen before in listening to stories from the homeless community. It is a natural psychological process that is triggered by losing something. That something can be big or small but it still can be significant and I believe that we can often pass it by without noticing unless we tell the story. And sometimes it's the nuances of that story that 
describe the complexity of the feelings that we are experiencing. When we tell a story, we narrate an event, but that also helps us to remember that event, to keep it. And also, what's less acknowledged is that it also helps us point out differences between events. And in this case, there are clear differences between before COVID, during and after. So that is very interesting, because I guess for us, although our life would have been different in all sorts of aspects, we also should be dealing with the change and the lives we've lost and how we are doing things now. And she's just a bit further in that journey. She's showing us how to accept that new reality. Yeah, that's right, because it's essential for us as humans to make sense of our reality and none does that by telling this story. In fact, it's telling these stories of ours that's what helps us to heal, to understand the trauma we have potentially undergone and to deal with it. A lot of people talk about the historical perspective of telling stories. We tell stories to keep um, an event in the common memory. That's definitely what historians would be asking for. But as much as we do that, we also use our stories to reframe who we are, to reconsider ourselves and to reconsider a potential change in ourselves. I'm not saying that Anne has changed as an individual. She clearly is someone who knows how to experience joyful moments in her life. But she has replaced one joyful experience that's you know finding flowers and enjoying flowers with another joyful experience learning how to create a good haircut in our recommendation we'd like to stay in the theme of finding new choice and adapting to different circumstances and we would like to offer a slightly different recommendation a graphic novel the arrival by sean tan And it's not the film, The Arrival, it's the graphic novel of the same title, The Arrival. It's firstly just a superbly illustrated book, and in fact it has absolutely no words. It's a wordless book, describing the experience of a migrant and our capacity as humans to adapt to new situations and to find joy in the very little things. It's just such a beautiful book and I guarantee that the whole family will enjoy it. Our children read it. We both did as well. And then uh, my friend from Australia got in touch and said that it's actually in the curriculum in Australia. A good decision. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time. Thank you. Until next time. This is it from us. If you like the podcast, please rate, review or subscribe. Get involved in the conversation each week on my Instagram account at stories.